Have you worked out how much period blood? <laughs> I think <laughs> how much blood <laughs> comes out of you. The hand actions. <laughs> Welcome to the Basically Being Better podcast, a show for all you people out there just trying to get a little bit better every day. Now here's your hosts, Rachel and Abby. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of Basically Being Better. I'm Rachel. And I'm Abby. And tonight we're going to be talking all about the wonderful book called period repair manual by lara bryden yeah i'm so excited me too period chat yay it's our favorite topic <laughs> i hope you guys enjoy it too yeah but before we start do you have a basic brag for us? i have a basic brag and funnily enough it's related to periods Word. so last week i dusted off the old menstrual cup and um and i was like right i'm buying the i am eva undies so I bought a three pack and I they didn't arrive until the very end of my period so I've only used one pair I haven't even talked to you since they arrived I know it's really cool they're really comfy oh yeah cool they're, they're awesome I'm I'm loving them that's so cool so how much for a pack of three so it is quite expensive but then you're if you think about how much you spend on pads and these are going to last a lot longer yeah um pack of three was a hundred and fifteen dollars for oh, yeah. they weren't the sky high ones i can't remember the name of them they they were the other ones sweet <laughs> but the this they're just like normal undies that's so cool yeah they're really cool and they're really comfy and i'm super stoked ethically made yeah. and in new zealand company too new zealand company that's so cool and when you think about it 115 for three pairs isn't that bad when you think about how much buying pads actually costs and yeah. adds up. Yeah. And also, it's not going to landfill. Exactly. So I was like watching, because my cup always leaks, I have to wear a pad. So um, so this is, I was just watching the like rubbish bin fill up with pads and I was like, oh my God, I have to do something about this. Yeah, yeah. I can't do this in another period. The cup wasn't enough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting that they yeah, arrived. I got those. And I also got some Hello Period, oh no, Hello um, pads. Oh, the reusable like, Reusable ones. pads, which I've, I tried, yeah, I tried them as well because they came a little bit before the um, undies, they came the day before. And you definitely need to be wearing like cotton undies because they slip around a lot. You don't want that happening. You need like, yeah, good, like tight undies yeah, on. Yeah, your tight undies on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. How did you find them? Do you just chuck them in the washing machine? Or? I think so, yeah. You run, I'm pretty sure you soak them first, but you yeah, basically rinse. just chuck them in the in the washing machine with the other undies. And Sweet. Where you go. They're really cool as well. They're super cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny got, having a pad looking so cute. <laughs> I always see them post on their Instagram and the patterns are all so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh. the patterns are really cool. It's so exciting. But I recommend, well, I definitely recommend the undies and I'm yet to give you a verdict on the pads just yeah. because I haven't had a proper proper run with them. Run with them, yeah. Oh, man, I think that undies going to be my next purchase. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So cool. They're so cool. Oh, that's a great brag. I know, thanks. What about you? Have you got a brag? I've got a little brag and I know we've talked about this before, but... um. 
I brought, well, we both brought more of that natural deodorant. Yes. That raw nature stuff. Yes. I got the dessert island one. Play on words there. Yeah. Dessert island one. It is so good. Yeah, it smells really good. It smells like sherbet. Yeah, it smells like lollies. Yeah. (laughs) And I think I'm going to stick with this brand because I'm so happy with them. Yeah. Yeah. So happy. The deodorant is so good. It smells good. It's easy to use. No plastic. All yeah. natural. Have you got to the end of your vanilla one yet? No, it's lasting so long. When do we... How long have we had them for? Uh, two, three months. Two, three months, yeah. Must be. Like, it's pretty good value. Yeah, it is. It's, they last a while. Oh, there we go. I keep thinking it's going to run out and it just keeps going and going and going. Yeah. Um... It, I've got the like the ends like popped out of the end of mine so that oh. I can't. Well, I put it back in, but then it like fell apart. So I'm just like smearing the last bit on oh, at the yeah, moment. Yeah, getting yeah. the dregs out. Yeah, I can't be far away from that. Yeah, like every time I use it, I think it's gonna fall out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm. don't push too hard on the top; it just pops out the top. Yeah. But um, though that I agree, they're really good. I we, I got the vanilla one, so that's the flavor you had last time. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to trying it out. I haven't done it yet. I haven't used it yet. But um, I think, and then after that, I think I'm gonna go back to a florally smelling one. You like the florals? Yeah, I like the florals. I think yeah. I do like the vanilla. It smells great, but mixing yeah. it up, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. Right, should we get into this? Oh my gosh, yes we should. Do you have words of wisdom though? Oh yeah, I do. And to tie it in nicely, it's from the book. Okay, fantastic. (laughs) So, well, I say it's from the book. It's in the book, but the quote is actually from Marie Currie and she was a Polish um, physicist and she was actually the first woman to win a Nobel Prize. Woohoo, go Marie Currie. Which is so cool. Um, But her quote is... Nothing is in life is to be feared, it is only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. Oh yeah, I feel that hard. It's so good. Yes. I so, like, in relation to periods, it's like the perfect, <laughs> it's the perfect thing. Like, it's... coming off birth control and then, birth control, coming off the pill and then being like, oh my god, I'm so scared, I just don't know what my body is doing, like, I don't know what's going to happen, and then it's like, all of the books and stuff I've been reading since, just it's like, understanding is the way to get through it, I think. Yeah, 100%, knowledge is power. That's awesome. And the more, I don't know, but the more I learn, I feel um, more and more, like, comfortable with, not only my body, but like, Say if my period's a few days late, I don't worry. Like, yeah. Because I know, I kind of know what it's doing. You've worked it out. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is cool. Yeah, I'm still like, since, since, I, since I've started this next cycle, I'm like, oh God, what's going to happen? Yeah. Like, what was I doing three months ago? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's a big thing from the book, actually. Yeah. That's yeah. a good little segue. <laughs> But before we start, so a little bit about the book. It's called The Period Repair Manual by Lara Bryden, and Lara is a naturopathic doctor. Um, So basically, the little synopsis for the book is, um, the, the book is your guide to better periods. It explains how to use natural treatments such as diet, nutritional supplements, herbal medicine, and body identical hormones, and provides advice and tips for women of every single age and situation. 
And then it also says, if you have a period or want a period, then this book is for you. Yeah, it actually is, it does give you advice for every age. And that's why I wish I had read or had been told half the stuff in this book when I was at school. I know. Because because she talks about, like, I'm just going to dive straight in here. She talks about, like, how when you're a teenager, your cycle is not regular. Like, it takes, what, how long did she say? It says it can take up to 12 years to develop, like, a mature menstrual cycle. Yeah, so, and before that, you can, your cycle can be anywhere from 21 to 45 days. And here I was, like, running around thinking that a period was meant to come every month and my period must be irregular because it's not coming every month. But I don't know. I wasn't counting the days. It could have actually been coming every 35 days. And because it doesn't fit nicely into month, it was every like second month or something. Yeah. And I didn't realize. And then you go tell the doctor, I have irregular periods, but you don't. Because you're still developing a cycle. Oh my God. I was like, my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, I wish, I I don't know if I did get told it and I just wasn't listening. I definitely didn't. I got told 28 days, that's it. Yeah. That's when you should be getting your period if you're not, something's wrong. I just got told once a month you should be getting your period and if it's not happening, that's something to talk to your doctor about. Yeah. But no, guys, no. (laughs) (laughs) It takes years to develop in like a semi-normal or like a routine of a cycle yeah and then even then you've still got a range between 21 and 35 days so you can still get outside of that um time frame and it's outside that monthly cycle and be having a regular normal cycle for you for you exactly yeah it's all about you and your body and what's been going on with it Uh, i was just like i was just my mind was like oh my god i just want to tell everybody that like hey start counting your days know what's happening because you know everything is connected (laughs) yeah exactly oh my gosh i wish we were given this information at school yeah it's amazing that the book covers like such a range and it's still like not a very like it's not an unachievable read no it's a it's a good sized book but it's not like it's not like really little writing and multiple pages you just and she's done it in such a good way because she breaks it up with like little tips and then she's got little stories of her patients and like I think she presents the information in a really, like, user-friendly way. Yeah, no, I definitely enjoyed reading this book. It's probably, if anybody asks me about periods and coming off the pill and all that sort of thing, I'll be like, read this book. I've now read a few, and I recommend all of them, but this one's, like, the most simple to understand, very clear, like, here's the, here's the issue, here's what could be going wrong, here's the treatment. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, okay. And I make a little notebook with all the things I need to put in my body. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or stop putting in my body. Things to try. Yeah. No, it's such a great book. Yeah. Such a great book. And um, the first thing that she... Oh, oh my gosh. We haven't even said... We found out earlier this week that... um, Lara Bryden lives in (laughs) lives in New Zealand. And oh my God, we were fangirling so hard. (laughs) Honestly, I kind of haven't stopped thinking about it. I can't wait. And because she's going to be opening up a clinic in Christchurch. Yeah. Oh, man. I can't wait. I'm so going to make that drive. Oh, man. It's going to be so cool. Oh, 
she's and also so i just started following her on facebook oh not facebook um instagram obviously why would i say facebook uh instagram (laughs) and she like responds to every single person who comments on something she puts out there she's insane i'm like I was reading them and I'm like, she's amazing. I can't believe she's answering all these questions, like free advice just to anyone over Instagram. It's actually incredible. It's so, she's so cool, man. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She's like, she's become like this little um, idol for me. (laughs) I know. I don't think I could go to Christchurch. I would like pass out if I saw her. You know how I would die. (laughs) Just couldn't even. I just can't even. (laughs) She'd be she oh she's just it's just so cool because like a lot of the stuff we read is american based or yeah. uk based because those that's where the bigger population is to cover it or australian i mean this one is australian too but she does throw in a little bit of new zealand stats and stuff in there yeah but oh, it's so cool that she's so in the cool. same country <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah like made my week. I know, me too. And I'm, never, I'm probably never going to meet her, but it was no. so exciting to know that, like, there's someone of this caliber. <laughs> In this country. In this country. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah, I was pretty excited too. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. should we talk about the book? Yeah, maybe. Okay. She sort of starts off, though, by, like, explaining, like, um... If you're on the pill, you don't have periods, so this book is no help for you. Yeah. She puts it clearly, like, the pill bleed is a withdrawal bleed. It's, yeah. it's not your period, and this is a period repair manual, so... Yeah. Yeah. Don't bother reading further. Well, she does talk about how to get off the pill and stuff, which is good. Yeah. But she doesn't go into, like, yeah, like, um, and beyond the pill she's like a lot more like if you if if being on the pill is more for you then that's okay she's more trying to walk that line between yeah being um anti-pill not anti-pill but being like advising people against the pill and um and yeah she's she's more like i'll support people whether they're on the pill or not on the pill but this is about periods and if you don't have a period if you're not, if you're on the pill, you don't have a period, so then it's not going to be helpful. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Which I thought was quite good, and I love that she's like, it's less. She does give like the side effects of the pill and things like that, but then she also says like, the pill hormones are not the same as the hormones that you naturally produce, and the naturally produced hormones are like the bees' friggin' knees. She doesn't say that, but that was my words. Um, they're the ones you want. Like, they're amazing. They, yeah. like, improve you so much. Why not have them? They're yeah, amazing. Exactly. I think she explained it really well, which I kind of haven't read anywhere else, but she had, like, the little diagrams of the molecules of the, um, the your natural hormones and mm-hmm. then the synthetic mm-hmm. hormones, and she, you could see clearly how they were different from their structure and their makeup, which was really cool. She explained it in a really good, like, yeah. an easy-to-understand way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you, like, spot the difference. They're completely different. Yeah. Yeah. It w- that was really awesome. Really awesome. Yeah, I've just... I, I'm... Because of... I guess because I've been slowly reading more and more about this, I'm, like, fully getting more and more on the... Uh, if you don't have to have the pill, 
try and come up with another way of doing it. Yeah. And she does give you loads of, she like explains the different options between like hormonal contraceptives and then um, barrier methods and natural fertility awareness method and things like that. She doesn't give you a full like, this is how you do fertility awareness method. That's more in the fifth vital sign. Yeah. And she even mentions that she's like, if you're going to do like go down this way, you need to give advice or do research on that. But I think that's cool that she's like, um, not... She's not saying, get off the pill, you have no other options. <laughs> yeah. She's giving you some options. Yeah. Yeah. Really helpful. Yeah. That's cool. Um, the other thing that I found really um, interesting is how she outlined how um, much liquid you should mm. get during your period. Because mm. I'd never really, I didn't really have an idea of what... Stand, yeah, like what you should expect. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also put it in terms of how many um, tampons or pads you would use. Yeah, but basically, um, your st- a standard period should be around fifty mil. Less than twenty five mils is considered to be um, low, and more than eighty mils is considered to be heavy. Yeah. So I found that really interesting. So do you know how much your cup holds? Um, I think. To the midline is about 15 mils. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mine's 28 mils total. Total. So, yeah, about yeah. 14 mils halfway. Yeah. Have you worked out how much period, how much um, period blood? <laughs> I think <laughs> how much blood <laughs> comes out of you. the hand actions. <laughs> <laughs> if only there was video. Do you? But no. Um... No, I don't want video because I'm most of the time in my pajamas when we record. <laughs> I know. I, I say that and then I'm like, held up. No, actually, no. Um, anyway, how much blood do you uh, excrete during I'm, the menstruation? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, such great language being used right now. I did a rough, like, thought of just, I hope, because I had my period last week. And yeah. I reckon maybe around that just under the 50 mil mark yeah really yeah oh man i wish <laughs> i reckon how how many days is your so that was like period three days three days yeah okay but my period varies like yeah. that's just what it was last week what's it what's the gen like between three to three to six six yeah yeah okay did you work out yeah, because mine was four days and then, like, the last day was not really anything. Um, and it probably was around 80 mils-ish, 82, 90 mils. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So at that heavy end of things. Mm-hmm. It, would, that, would that be a normal? Well, I don't oh, know. Oh, you don't know what normal is I've yet. only had two periods since I come off the pill and yeah. the other one was probably about the same. Okay. It's going to be interesting to see as you progress what happens. And as you develop. I know. This is just so, oh, it's like stepping off the edge of the the cliff and just like trying to figure out how to make a parachute as I fall. (laughs) The good thing we've got all these books to read. Yeah, I know. Very (laughs) handy. It's a long, it's a long fall, so we're okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I found 
um, interesting, which I had read before, but she um, explained it in a bit more detail, was that um, the ovarian follicle takes 100 days on its journey to ovulation. So what was happening three months ago is what's it, if, is affecting your cycle now. Mm. So the ovarian follicle is the bit, is what's happening in your ovaries to grow the egg. Yeah, that ovulates. Yeah. That comes out. So multiple grow and then the winner, the best looking follicle and egg pop out. No, just the pop. This the egg pops out yeah. of the follicle. I think that's how it that works. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good picture in the book, <laughs> and then, and then that follicle as it dies is what produces progesterone. Yeah, man, I freaking could run a science lecture. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Um, and actually, going on from that. Because, yeah, that's when you get the progesterone, which boosts your energy, soothes mood and sleep and nourishes hair and skin and boons, uh, builds bones and muscles. Yeah. So you want that progesterone. Yeah. But you also, yeah, you want the progesterone and you also want the estradiol, which is the estrogen, which is only made in your reproductive system. Yep. You're making me feel like I know that's not right, but I feel like it is. It might be wrong. Read the book. And um, <laughs> and that's the same thing. It helps with bones, muscles, brain, heart, sleep, skin, metabolism, mood, libido. All of the good things. It's like all the good stuff. So you want you want your hormones to be working properly so that you are like in top form and everything is working right and you are like nailing life. And I feel like if you've got your this is what reading the book made me feel like if I get my hormones in check and under under control like, what's going to stop me winning at life, you know? Exactly. You're going to feel great. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the the benefits of having natural hormones over the synthetic ones that you're putting in your body, it just, it doesn't really matter what the synthetic ones do for your body. You want the natural ones because they're just so much better. Yeah. Like, the things they do for you. Why would you not want them? Exactly. And if you, like, if it's... Like, a lot of people go onto the pill for, like, acne and stuff, but you need to fix something else. It's not it's not necessarily the best fix. Like, you just need to fix something else in your body. And she goes into that sort of thing, how to treat acne and and that sort of thing in, in the book, and it's really helpful. I, I'm like, why, why not just do that? <laughs> just give it a go. See what happens. Exactly. Hmm. No, I really, really found that interesting. Yeah. I still think the pill is a important tool to be used in situations where it's necessary, but it needs to be when the person who's taking it is informed of all the side effects and how a p- the pill can affect you. Yeah, 100%. Or them. I think that's been the main, yeah, that's been the main issue, especially with my, my journey, is I wasn't informed. Mm. I didn't know what I was, I just took it because I got told this is your option. Mm. I didn't I didn't think to ask, oh, what are the side effects, like, or anything like that. I got told a couple of side effects, like the blood clots thing, but I wasn't, it wasn't like, I don't know, it's just sort of like, you could get blood clots and carry it on with life. It wasn't like, this is caused blood clots in 70% of people that's not a true statistic but you know it wasn't like a, this is the situation wasn't much context given yes, to it it was just like this yeah. is a side effect yeah and I don't know the more and more I read the 
the better real hormone sound. So yeah. that's where I'm at with my life at the moment. That's cool. <laughs> that's really cool. But I am, yeah, because um, we're going to read a book, aren't we, called uh, The Moment of Lift by Melinda Gates. Yeah. And she, that book is heavily um, centered around hormonal con- contraception for improving people in the developing world's well-being. Yep. Which is completely, like, I completely understand where she's coming from, but it's di- very different because I was li- I listened to that audiobook at the same time as I was reading the period repair manual, and it was just, like, two worlds apart, and I was like, whoa. But, you know, there's, there's a lot going on in those two different worlds. So. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. As we said before, we're definitely in a privileged position to be able to choose natural um, forms of contraception over over the pill. Yeah, 100%. What I did find interesting was that she did, she was still okay with the marina. Yeah. In certain circumstances. Yes. When it was necessary. Yes. Which I thought was good. She wasn't saying nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, if it's required, this is the better of your options. Yeah, and she gave, like, situations where it may be necessary as well, which was cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, back to that 100 days thing. Yeah. So, 100 days ago is what is causing any issues you have with your period now? I think so. We tried to work this out at work, and it was like, oh. It's quite tricky, because it says that the, it takes 100 days on its journey to ovulation. So I think it's those full 100 days. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what's and happened over the last 100 days that's affected your cycle now. Mm. So any, but they're, being gro- they're growing every day. Don't know. Okay. We'll probably need to research that further. Definitely. Definitely. And then if you have an 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 ovulatory, Mm -hmm. is that how you say it? Yeah. Cycle, that's when you don't ovulate. Yeah. It's like the follicles don't get to the finish line. They're like, don't make it. They're they're stunted in some way. Yeah. And so the, uh, but the only, I found it interesting. The only way you can tell if you don't ovulate is by, um, you're measuring your BBT. Yeah. Because you can still get fertile fertile mucus and um because you still get estrogen it thickens the lining of your uterus so you're still going to get a period but because you haven't ovulated you're not going to get all of the great things from progesterone i think so progesterone 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 yep god we're nailing these (laughs) words oh man i was so nervous i was like reading the book i was like i'm not going to be able to say any of these words there's so many words to learn (laughs) yeah yeah but if you have progesterone that's when you have a good period yeah so you have so you want that you like want to nail progesterone yeah definitely 100 percent. and i think like because we've done the we've both we've both been doing the quizzes Mm -hmm. from the um beyond the pill Mm -hmm. book Mm -hmm. and i've got high estrogen and low progesterone progesterone mm-hmm. and my mm-hmm. periods have been hell lately, hey, lately. Snap. like absolute hell yeah and this explained it all quite nicely hell in terms of pain yeah pain like 
like what oh because she goes into pain in the book I know, what did does. you find out yeah well oh gosh so much to talk about <laughs> um yeah she covers a whole heap of reasons of why you may be getting pain and how mm-hmm. you can um supplement or help um alleviate some of that pain basically magnesium is the go-to for period health yeah which is which is really good because but also not because i'm already taking a magnesium supplement (laughs) (laughs) so i'm like okay i'm doing the right thing but what more can i do yeah Mm, which was really interesting so what more can you do well she also talks about histamine intolerance yes and so that basically occurs when there's a buildup of histamine in the body um, and it can cause or worsen headaches, anxiety, insomnia, brain fog, hives, and nasal congestion. And do you have all of those? Yep. Whoa. Oh, snap. I was like, I have like three. Oh, man. I get hives like on the daily. Wow. What? Then you don't know what from. Nah, no idea. And I've kind of been like, oh, have I just itched that? Or was it there before? And then I itched it. Mm. And like my whole... I often get them like on my back or around my neck. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what am I talking about? Also, my arms, my legs, I get... <laughs> over my entire body, <laughs> over my body, <laughs> and then I just like itch, itch them so much, and it just becomes all red and inflamed. And I have no idea what causes it. I'm just like, oh, maybe I ate something, or maybe I touched something, yeah, or yeah. whatever. But now, because I've read about this, and I tick off all of them. So what was it again? Uh, headaches, anxiety, insomnia, brain fog, hives and nasal congestion. Insomnia is like, for me, it's every so often, it's not yeah. every night. Yeah. That's probably the one that I wouldn't fully tick on the yeah. list. Yeah. It's just occasional. Yeah. And um, then it, she also said that it can also worsen your period problems because it increases both inflammation and estrogen. And that a combination of high estrogen and low progesterone can worsen the histamine intolerance. Oh, snap. Oh, my God. Connecting the dots. Like, everything just fell into place. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. So now I think I've got to go do a heap of research on histamine intolerance and how I can help alleviate Yeah, because it's related to dairy, isn't it? Yeah. she, uh, She recommended giving up dairy having a magnesium supplement and I also did a little bit of research funnily enough I heard about it earlier in the year mm. and I listened to a couple of podcasts but I didn't really take the information in because I'm like oh that's not me yeah <laughs> yep and now I'm like oh I'll go listen to that yeah um but one of the things it kind of said that you shouldn't really have firm, fermented foods and yeah. also to avoid green tea Oh, snap. You drink so much green tea. I love green tea. (laughs) It's my drink of choice. You drink so much green tea. And you're like the kombucha queen. I haven't made kombucha for a year. I know, but you had been. You are. I know. I were. You were. I were. I were. (laughs) I was. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I can't even talk properly. (laughs) Oh my gosh, crazy. Mm. So are you giving up the green tea? No, I'm going to do some research first. <laughs> you have to be convinced before. Yeah, 100%. But I'm definitely going to, I think I'm going to change my magnesium supplement because the other thing is she um, gives you a good idea of um, what sort of, 
Oh, what do you call them? Like volumes of the supplement uh, or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what to call that. Yeah, um, volume sounds good. How much? How much of it? So I think I'm going to change that to make sure that I'm on a higher dose. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to try to give up dairy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see what happens in 100 days' time. Oh, snap. Mm. Yeah, because I... What did she say? Something about, like, dairy is one of the inflammatory foods she talks about as well as wheat. Um, What was the other one? Sugar and alcohol. And was there another one? Soy. Soy, maybe. Gluten. I don't know. I think she's focused more on wheat than gluten. Yeah, she definitely focused on wheat and and dairy as the two um, inflammatory foods. Sugar, obviously, first because of... Um, it's just pure, it's just <laughs> pure inflammatory. Yeah, it just uh, it's just not good, guys. No. Apparently, we should be giving that up. And she actually convinced me. So it was again the same thing as you. Like it was like the fifth thing to say to me. You know, sugar is probably one of the things causing you grief. And I was like, okay, <laughs> if you say so, this will be the thing I give up. But I have an inkling that I might need to try not eating dairy for a little bit and see how it affects me and wheat. But I also 90% of my, no, maybe not 90, maybe like 50% of my food is dairy at the moment. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm eating a lot of cheese and yogurt. Cheese is good. I love cheese. I feel like I say that every episode. (laughs) Um... I was telling um, Jono that oh we're gonna give up I'm gonna give up dairy again. He's like oh yeah I'll do that with you too because his eczema is quite bad at the moment. So yeah. we're like okay we'll we'll do this. And then he opens the fridge. He's like we've got five blocks of cheese in here. <laughs> Not giving up dairy anytime soon. I'm like okay so maybe in a month. <laughs> <laughs> five blocks of cheese. I know. We've just got lots of different types on the go. Yeah. 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 Not like five of, oh, tasty in there. (laughs) Five (laughs) five different types currently. Five massive gauging blocks. I'm like, eat them. (laughs) No. We've got uh, parmesan. We've got um, a Swiss. We've got a tasty. We've got a feta. I think we've got an... Eat them in there. You can well. still have goat's cheese. Yeah, you can have goat's or um, sheep's Sheep dairy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's good. It's feta. Yeah. Feta. Feta's still in there. Mm. Mm. Love feta. Feta's great. Yeah, so that was my big, big, big takeaway. Wow, yeah. Yeah, I took away, I quit sugar from after reading this book. I quit sugar, added magnesium, zinc, and B5. And. Oh, you added a zinc? Yeah, I added zinc because it's good for your skin. Yeah. That was the other thing that she recommended, and I'm already taking a zinc one. <laughs> I really wanted to be able to take something more. Yeah, but a lot of it she does, like, I completely um, got what it got from it was that your nutrition is going to improve things a lot more than taking a supplement is. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I don't eat any, like, zinc's a hard one to get. mm Get from food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I take um, fish oil because I don't eat fish. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm. That's what I thought about um, zinc because I do not eat. Blech. Not going near oysters. <laughs> I don't eat seafood. <laughs> so, yeah, there is some things that I'm definitely missing probably because I don't eat seafood and things like that. So, 
Yeah. You got your fish oils. I got my fish oils. Hmm. The other thing I found interesting, um, and it went back to the progesterone thing, is that uh, if you have spotting so your first day of your period which is something you don't get told again the first day of your period is first day that you have heavy or bleeding where you have to do some sort of intervention Mm -hmm. so if there's a bit of spotting before your period that is more than likely due to progesterone not working properly not doing its job not doing its job and if you have and if you have spotting throughout your cycle there's probably something else not right if you have spotting through your cycle, there's probably else something else that's not going right. So it's um like I love the idea that your period, a real period, is like a report card for your health. Yeah. And it's it is what's telling you if you have a healthy period, you're a healthy person. And I'm like, that's so cool that you can have this information about yourself that like you can't get any other way. Yeah. It's such valuable information. And on the regular, or not on the regular, if you don't have regular periods, and then if you don't have regular periods, what are you going to do about it? Look at the book, and it gives you the answers. It's amazing. amazing. (laughs) (laughs) But really, it's so incredible. It's so incredible. I wish I was, um, like, I'm so grateful that I'm learning all this information and like been seeking it out now mm. and like am on the right track. Mm. But oh, I feel bad for like teenage me. <laughs> I know. Like missing out on all this good information. I don't know that teenage me would have taken it on board, but I think that teenage me would have liked to know and that if her periods are not coming regularly, it's not necessarily because you're broken. Yeah, 100%. And that it's normal for yeah. your period to take a while to get yeah. its own rhythm yeah and it's like what we said in that uh beyond beautiful beautiful beyond beautiful episode where we're like everybody just wants to be normal and to know they're normal and that's just it's just one of the things that every girl every menstruator gets is that they are going to have their period at some point and if they don't they need to know what's going wrong with them and how it helps them and all those sorts of things yeah yeah i just yeah that was a big thing yeah a hundred percent the other thing about um diets was that she said your diet doesn't have to have a name which i quite liked it's like you don't have to be doing paleo or the mediterranean diet or whatever as long as you're eating whole foods and you're um reducing the amount of sugar you're eating like um you don't have to be doing a certain type of diet. Yeah. Which I, I quite like. Same. I really like that. I hate that there's... I hate... I don't enjoy that there's so many labels that have been put on and you if you, you must fit in that, that that box, you're doing this, oh, you must be this. Mm, mm. Can't and, we just eat? And I definitely found the low-carb thing interesting because she's not... She's just, you're not... When you... To have good ovulation, you need to be eating starchy carbs. Yep. And... So often where I meet people who are friends are giving up carbs, but you, like, obviously sugar is not good, but you need to be eating at least 100 to 150 grams of carbs daily to ensure that you're getting good ovulation. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I can have a couple of potatoes. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. This is... Uh, yeah, I'm so cl- pleased that she mentioned in this book because it's something that 
I've heard from so many different platforms for so long now, mm. and the low carb thing is is quite big at the moment, mm. and I really struggle with it. And I know I say too much about how you need carbs and rah rah rah, <laughs> but she's she puts it in the book. You yeah. need this, you need them, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah, and she doesn't say you need like all carbs. She's just saying she recommends gentle carbs, which is like kumara, well uh, sweet potato. Um, potato, yeah, rice, rice, and gluten-free pasta, and something else. Yeah. Oh, a good quality bread, yeah. possibly if you if you can handle it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the whole dieting thing, we that that's what I was also struggling with is that like in Beyond Beautiful, they she um recommends that you know you stop dieting and stop you need like that sort of mindset's not helpful to um, improving your body confidence and things like that. Uh, body neutrality, like worrying about constantly what you're eating is a symptom of worrying about the way you look, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So um, I was like, okay, and there's another book I want to read. Oh my gosh, we're just going to be reading all day. Such book <laughs> Um, Called The Fuck It Diet. And I read the first chapter of that so i don't know anymore but it's a lot of a lot along the lines of eat whatever the heck your body wants heck again oh bring it back um eat whatever your body wants and then then um it will go into its natural rhythm of what it needs and what it what it's asking for and things like that but then i'm also sitting on the other side of it where i'm like well i want my period to be repaired and to do that i need to stop eating certain foods so that i can you know, yeah, sort it out. Yeah, it's a real hard place to be because you don't want to put um, like restrictions on yourself. Mm. But then also, I'm trying to look at it from the other point of view. Like, I want to eat these nourishing foods because I know it's going to help me. Mm. And it's interesting because um, we did the Beyond, uh, yeah, Beyond the Pill 30 day program, and I just don't think I was eating enough food at that point and so I had horrendous cravings and I was always thinking about the foods that I shouldn't be eating Mm. whereas I haven't had sugar in a month and a half now I I can't even remember like wanting sugar yeah because I'm eating enough of other foods that I'm not thinking about it Mm. and I'm not craving it yeah well she talks about in the in the period repair manual about if you've got sugar cravings what's going on and how to repair that so yeah she's like she covers so much topics and it's such a like easy read it's such a valuable book i actually think i'm gonna buy it for myself yeah because i've read it almost twice now because i read it once gave it back to you you read it and then i got it again and read it like really skimmed it really quickly and i'm like oh yeah that's right and took some notes and i'm like oh man i'm gonna have to read it over and over again and that's the thing she also goes into perimenopause and menopause and And you're like, well, you can just hold on to this book forever and you're going to have all the information that you need for your life. It covers all bases. That's amazing. I'm definitely going to have to buy it. Yes. So good. Yeah. And the other thing she goes into, which is cool, um, and I think is interesting, was interesting to me, being told I possibly have PCOS, is that um, she breaks PCOS into four different types and then she gives you information on each of the types and how that possibly could come about, what what causes it and 
how you can um, treat it and it's really interesting and it just highlighted to me how at the moment there's not exactly a lot of I don't know what the word is like assurity there's not a lot of like sureness about PCOS and how it all works like yeah yeah she broke it down quite nicely I haven't really read anything like that I've just read it as one topic PCOS Mm. but she broke it down into the four different um possible types of PCOS really nicely and explained them Mm. in a really easy to understand way yeah yeah and then with each one she gives you like what what treatment should do and under each treatment she says how is this going to help and what what you should be doing about it and oh it was just really cool and then she went into like if you get no periods with what's that um ha how do you say it hypothalamic amenorrhea yeah i'm not gonna try that was great (laughs) should we stick with ha ha and um yeah and it was just yeah i just found it all really helpful and really well presented so definitely yeah and, and then she does PMS as well. So if you're having PMS symptoms, you can cover those off and see how to fix those. It's just a brilliant book. It was. It was really good. I think this is the book that I would recommend to people like starting their journey. Mm, totally. Same. It's the best one by far. Yeah. Really easy to understand. Not saying that the others aren't the others are all valuable information as mm. well, but this is a good cover all basis. Yeah, and I think from there it springboards you into the other ones and then I probably have an order of how I would go. Read them? Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. I feel like I read it backwards. Yeah, yeah. I should have the not the book. I've read the the <laughs> books that we're gonna talk about in the wrong order, but that's right. Now you've got all this I've valuable got all information. Of the information. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah. It's so great. Um, one thing that she touches on quite a bit is the effect of stress, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. Um, I wrote down some notes so I wouldn't forget how she explains it. So basically stress directly affects your hypothalamus, which is your brain's hormone control center. Um, and when it's under stress, it reduces its signals to your pituitary, which in turn reduces production of FSH and LH, which are the two hormones that promote ovulation. Boom. So stress pays a massive part in any issues. (laughs) (laughs) Life. (laughs) Every single thing. (laughs) It's just so crazy that we're always so stressed. Like, when did this begin? I don't know. There's just so many pressures from so many different aspects. I'm just so over it this week. I'm just so over being stressed. Yeah. Oh, God. It's just too many expectations. <laughs> um, Rewind two seconds. Isn't it hypothalamus or hypothalamus? Hypothalamus. Hypothalamus? How do you say it? Hypothalamus? Hypothalamus? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, it's that thing in your head. How do you say it? I thought it was hypothalamus. Hypoth- hypothalamus. 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 I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but... These are all big words. I don't know how to say word. them. It's a big word, yeah. And you know what? You're trying, and that's all that matters. Jeez, I feel real shit. <laughs> I wasn't trying to make you feel shit. I just wasn't sure. I don't know either. Sorry. I might Google it and... Um, Update it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Something at the beginning of the podcast. Hi, guys. Uh, just a little note. Um, this is how you this say is it. This is how you say hypothalamus. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Stress is just, it just affects you so much. And if you want something, if you want to fix it, you've you, got to do a lot of work. you got to get your stress in check. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's this lady that does like this e-course on debunking stress. Oh. And I'm quite tempted to do it. Oh, what? Do you know anything more other than that's called debunking stress? Like, oh, it's by a lady called Nat Kringudis. She's a Chinese um, medicine practitioner in Australia. Right. Um, massive fan. She puts out <laughs> such good information. If you found out she was in New Zealand, oh my God. I would lose it. <laughs> um, but she does these e- um, e-courses on like debunking ovulation, debunking PCOS, and she's also got the stress one as well. Yeah. And... I get so close yeah. to, like, buying it every <laughs> single time. But one of these days I'm just going to do it because I think it would be, be cool. very valuable. I'd love to hear how it goes. Maybe that's something we could do. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. That's cool. Um, And also sleep. It was like sleep was, like, such an is such an important part of your, like, what's the word, of being healthy. Yeah. And keeping your hormones going and i think she said at one point like if you have to choose between exercise and sleep choose sleep always choose sleep yeah because you just you need sleep yeah yeah and i think um so immediately after ovulation um progesterone is at its highest and during this point women exhibit more sleep spindles which are um, the brain waves that indicate the onset of deep sleep So they've actually done, like, studies on it and seen the effects of um, progesterone on, like, having a good deep sleep. Yeah. you got to nail the sleep, eh? Mm. Yeah. So that was interesting. Mm. That was such a good book. Also interesting. Everything's interesting, right? I think I'm going to have to reread it, like, right away. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. My biggest take-home was... Your body wants regular periods. Yes. And your periods are so important for your overall health and information on what's happening with your body. And I'm just like so impatient to like get to that point where my my periods are good. Yeah. But I know it's just going to be a, like I can't. I, I've just got to go with the go with the flow. <laughs> Great pun. I just want to go with the flow until it sorts itself out, but and try and help it along as much as I can. Yeah, do what you can to help it out, and just hope it all helps. Yeah, it's it's like it's good having this information because she gives you um, also in the book, which is really really helpful. Is she has like um, a rundown of the time frames of how quickly mm. you should kind of see results. Mm. Um, so it kind of gives you a ballpark to work with because. Otherwise, you start doing something and you're like, oh, should I see, like, the results of this straight away? Mm-hmm. Or am I looking at, like, a year in the future? Or, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's yeah, really hard to know. So she has a good list of that in the book as well. And she also does that, um, just, like, questions to ask your doctor and how to talk to your doctor and things, which is quite good because we've talked before about how you kind of have to know what you're talking about when you go into the doctor. Otherwise, it's kind of like you get the pill pushed on you. Which I found quite good, but I haven't had an opportunity to use any of the information yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when I first got the book, 
because um, I just borrowed it from the library, I knew that was a chapter and I read, I fast forward read that bit because I was going to the doctor the next day. Yeah. It didn't help me, unfortunately. But I think I just, um, I need a new doctor. <laughs> there's, there's no way around it. I've tried so many different approaches and just not getting the, the help you need. The help I need. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Especially because they're so expensive. I know. You're like, oh, I'll just go spend another $60. Exactly. No, I'll just buy a book. Yeah. <laughs> I'll buy two books for that price. Yeah. Yeah. No. It was so, but yeah, I, I love this book. I love um, Lara Bryden so much. Yeah. And I've only known of her for like three weeks now. And I think it's been a great three weeks. It has been a great three weeks. And I think she's just amazing. So yeah, that's, that's just me. Yeah, I agree. Read the book. It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. If you want your periods to, you want to know about your periods, read this book. Yep. Yep. Agreed. (laughs) Was that it? Yeah. I'm all right. Yeah. So, um, if you guys have read the book or have got any um any stories of how you've um got your period back on track or anything like that, we'd love to hear from yes. you. Yes, yes, I love hearing about periods. Same. <laughs> it's like number one topic of chat. <laughs> um, you can hit us up. We're on Instagram at basically being better, and Gmail at basically uh, basically being better at gmail dot com. Yeah, that's Is that correct. Yes, yeah, correct. Cool. And we'll talk to you again next week. Yeah. Bye. Basically being better with Rachel and Abby Who are trying to eat better and to watch less telly They're trying to save the world and to be truly happy And dishing us some advice as our best babe Shelly Basically being better and building better lives So remove your scarlet letter and give up more high fives Yeah, our mothers, daughters, sisters, aunties, girlfriends and wives We're basically being better, ladies, for the rest of our lives What were in the pussy band-aid? Oh, they're just pet first aid kits And his slogan was um, for when your pussy needs a band-aid